Jennifer. Hi, Richard. How are you? I'm fabulous. I got my little COVID shot. Oh, good for you. I, I, I've had got mine a couple days ago. I'd like to well, point to my shirt. So people are like, how did you get it? There is, if anyone is listening to this, like within the next three days, go to, go to, um, uh, Kaiser Permanente's website, they had an overextended amount of COVID shots. Really? Mm -hmm. And also CVS. I actually work in an office where I share it with a medical doctor. And so, uh, Dr. Denise. And so she's like, can you please get one, please? It'll make me feel so much better. Oh, that's great. Good idea. And I'm like, she, I waited, you know, and then I waited to see if there's excess and there was. So go, if go and just, if, if you're so inclined, I'm not going to get in the debate about, you know, should people vaccine, should they not vaccine? If you feel that it's good for you, then go, go get it. Yeah. Well, I was having a, a little bit of a debate today with a guy at Quora, who's a big fan of our work. And I said, you know, um, let's agree to disagree on that. Right. You know, my, my attitude is mask up and man up. I mean, you know, it's, people aren't asking us to go to battle and fight in a war. However, I also pointed out that you and I have had a conversation with Jonas Salk. We did uh, about, about a year, I think it was April, a year ago. Right. And, and just to remind people, uh, I have a friend who knew him very well. And so we were able to verify who this was because I asked to speak to this guy, Jonas. I yeah. don't remember. You remember, but, but the verification comes from asking Jonas, details about my friend and he said all those things accurately so that helped us at least verify who this I was talking to but okay. he gave us a simple formula and a year ago you couldn't find elderberry anywhere outside of a homeopathic store but you had he had come up with this uh, formula that was basically a tablespoon of elderberry juice uh, aloe vera juice and acai juice um, all available at now everywhere, CVS, everywhere. yeah, everywhere. Uh, Trader Joe's, yeah. Costco has the acai juice. Anyway, so when I, I was saying these things, I'm like, I had no idea what I was saying. By the way, <laughs> well, it turns out yeah. I had just read an article about how elderberry uh, actually it, it fights against the rhinovirus, or it helps lessen the amount of time people get sick from it. But it was came from him, so that's that's what made it so fascinating. Was you know, asking Jonas, what's your advice? And, and I, you know, just to repeat what people can look up, uh, it's also, there's a link on my uh, webpage, richmartini.com, where you can, you know, read the transcript of what he said, because I put it out there immediately, see if it would help anybody. But he says very clearly that the plant itself was key to all kinds of immunity uh, issues in humans, and it really was helpful. And we it got to it. Helped, it felt like it helped inflammation everywhere. So, about, I just yeah. saw, I saw swelling go down. And can I can I say something about? Okay, so for everybody listening, I've had a couple good friends of mine pass away from. If you haven't listened to our, our previous podcast, and what I have found between a couple of clients that have had people pass away and myself is that COVID doesn't necessarily kill them, but, but it releases things in your body that does. Like, like you know, um, blood clots. And so I actually have a um, mammogram scheduled. 
and you're not supposed to go in for a mammogram because they'll give you a false positive. And the reason why, up to seven weeks, the reason why, and this is just what is out there, and this is what I've been told. It's not something that I just came up with or that I'm thinking. I want people to know it's not intuitive. Yeah. I was actually told this by a doctor that your lymph nodes get so swollen for seven weeks that it'll give you a false positive of cancer. If you think about it though, if your lymph nodes get that, get that swollen for that length of time, imagine whatever else is in your body. And so I had one client, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I had no, one go ahead. Client, um, that actually came to talk to their dad and their brother passed away. He was younger. I love this family so much. They've, I've seen them, you know, every year they come in, they said, they're like, he had COVID, he didn't care, blah, blah, blah. And then he died. And he said to me, and this is from talking to spirit. He said to me, he said, tell them about my accident two years ago. I'm like, he says he's in an accident. He was in an accident two years ago. There's something that happened. He says that something was released from that accident that caused a blood clot to kill him. Hmm, interesting. So I, I think what we're saying and what you're saying, just to paraphrase, is certainly COVID can affect underlying causes. This is what people have said. That if you have an under... Right. This whatever, could, whatever it could be. could be your, your lungs issues. Yeah, could be over obesity. This kid didn't have lung issues. He didn't have yeah. a heart issue, but he had an accident. Okay, now I just scared the whole world. I don't mean to scare the whole world. Well, I, but saying. I think we're just to talk about this, and I think it's important, obviously, it wouldn't come up, uh, which is to, to do preventative medicine on all That's levels. It. That mask up, like even if you don't have a condition, mask up. But right. and this relates to our, um, our session today. If I may say, um, I think, okay. because as usual, a couple of days beforehand, I sort of open myself up to what does Luana want to talk about? But last night it was, you know, I'm about to wake up and I'm, I'm trying to formulate, what am I talking, who am I talking, what am I talking about in this dream? And the word was apothecary. And I thought, Apothecary. Okay, that's like. A I wish I story. could have said that. I wish I could have said, "Uh, you talked to someone last night, and it sounds like a papa bat." Was that what you were going to say? No. Oh. <laughs> well, all right, but so I had to look up apothecary. What is that? Because, it, well, apothecary, you know, it's an old-fashioned term for a drugstore, and back in you know back in the. Oh old wait a second! No, no, I didn't know. Oh that. okay. Well, no, it's an old. Yet. It comes from literal Greek word which meant store. And, okay. but, but, so I looked it up <laughs> and it also refers to a person, not just a store, but a person is an apothecary. And that was historically someone who put together medicine, put together herbs and helped people. A witch. And, well, however you want to call it, but in no, for an example was that women were not allowed to practice medicine. So as far back as the 1500s, women became famous apothecaries because that was a way for them to help. So Hildegard van Bingen, name you may have heard, but she's sort of a famous mystic in the Catholic church back in the year 1000. Okay, so does this mean that, that they set them up so that way they could say that they're witches? And well, I, you know, then you, then you get into the whole hierarchy of, 
men versus women versus whatever. Let's just but kill the, them all. <laughs> but the point, the point is, what is an apothecary? So the word came to me last night, and, and looking it up, I realized it's somebody who is helping people access medicine. So I wanted to know from Luana it, why she put that word in my head, if that, that was her. And if so, is she referring to Jennifer as the apothecary, someone who helps dispense medicine on some sort of a emotional or spiritual level? Okay, so this is interesting because she just laughed and walked away. She goes, no, I didn't tell you, but she's kidding. Yeah, she wanted to talk about that, but I don't know why. Oh, she showed me the shot in my arm. Okay, the discussion we were going to have. And did you know yesterday that was going today? No. Okay. She Just, did, obviously. She did. She showed me that, but that's interesting. But that's, of course, I'm not. Well, and I think it relates to process. I think what Luana is going to say, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but apothecary, somebody who helps guide people into the medicinal qualities of talking to the other side, which can be healthy and helpful and to people. Edgar Casey showed up. And Edgar Casey would be an example of somebody who spent his life talking to the other to, side. To at the detriment of his spirit. I think that is maybe something that they're getting to. Meaning that he did so many readings, he knew, and he was told not to do that many readings because it took a toll on his body. Felt. It's yeah. interesting because when we did talk to Edgar briefly, uh, it was during uh, Hacking the Afterlife, I had done an interview with him for, via Kevin Moore in, in London. I didn't know that Kevin Moore was a channel for Edgar uh, Casey, and we had this unusual conversation where I, trying to remain a skeptical person, I asked Edgar, you know, why is it all of your predictions were false and wrong? which is not what you normally would say to somebody on the flip side when you first meet them. And his answer was because I was reporting likely outcomes. You know, the future is not, we've talked about this many times, but he was reporting likely outcomes and they just didn't turn pan out. However, I said, why were you so accurate in terms of healing information? And he was famous for that. Huh? Everybody from Thomas Edison to the president of the United States, Hoover at the time went to see him. But he was very good to go in a trance. And so here's what he said. I have a council that helps me, which right. is what we've talked about in, in our research. And, councils. and I know, and I know that I have that as well. Yes. But that idea of you can get medicinal help or medical advice. And in his case, the council that he was talking to, he and said, go ahead. Everyone has access to this. So that's what they're showing us. Just like you said. So, so I was just going to say, but his counsel of, of uh, I, I, I'm not, I, we never got to talk to him about it, but his counsel of doctors were none of them had incarnated on the planet because that was the question. I said, so are these famous doctors from history? And he said, no, none have incarnated on the planet Earth, which is a huge thing to drop in the middle of a sentence. But you want, Edgar, if you're here, buddy, what do you want to say? Everyone has access to this. And so it's kind of like our steps with how we're helping people. Cause there's a lot of people that are getting, that are in pain in some form. They have inflammation a lot. So that's what keeps coming up to me is that everyone has inflammation in some way. So what, it, what does, what causes the inflammation? And we discussed the, you know, what the shot that causes the lymph nodes that cause, that causes, you know, false positives. 
for cancer, for breast cancer, the one, two, three is, is sitting down quietly. So I thought at first when, when I was being shown this, that, oh, do you ask them, you know, what is it, what is it that needs to be healed? Or do you show them a place that needs to be healed? And what was shown to me was, no, you ask them what could heal me. They're showing me like, if you have pain here, it doesn't mean that that's where the pain originated. It doesn't mean that's what it is. It doesn't mean that's what's caused it. Mentally, physically, you know, there's a lot that gets entangled when your physical body feels it. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. And so you're talking about the root cause. So it's like, what can I do to heal myself? What's the root of that? Okay. Tap your nose. And when you say one, two, three for the audience, we've done this before where I, you, you know, beg Jennifer to give us a one, two simple method methodology for accessing them. So in essence, he's there, he or Edgar, or they're saying you want to ask for help. You ask, what is it that I need to heal me? Is that correct? What is it that needs to be healed? So we don't tell them what we want healed. We ask, what is it that needs to be healed? That's number one. That's one. Number two is, so they showed me like forgetting what we know, but I'm like, what do you mean forgetting what we know? They said getting out of your own way. Okay. Don't try to control the narrative. Correct. So don't try to control the narrative and ask them to show you where in your body or your etheric body. So they might show you your heart. So you might feel pain in your head, but they might show you your heart. You might feel pain in your back, but they might show you that, you know, that it might be your fallopian tubes or be something down here. Well, all right. So just to paraphrase and, you know, to help them give you the right images. Number one, ask what needs to be healed. Number two, forget what you know, because then you're adding all those things to it. But number three is ask them to show you. And now, of course, not everybody can see imagery. Not everybody can see a heart as an answer. And they won't necessarily know if you lay, see a little red heart, what does that mean? That could be love. That could be something else. So what would be an effective third process after you forget what you know, then what open yourself up to the answer, something like that. It's a longer process. So step three is to fill into thoughts that come in. So there's a lot of things. So the reason why they're saying forget what you know is because if you don't, you're so set on what you feel needs to be healed that you're well, not. You, and you judge so it. If, you had, if you've had a breakup, if you've had a breakup or, or whatever, we won't go to, if you've had that, you, you don't want to have that being shown to you that that's the stem of why you're sick or that's the stem of why your back hurts or whatever. So they're saying, forget what you know, and then ask them to show you what it is that needs, you know, what it is that needs to be healed. And then, have them come through and just be open and as you would say, don't judge it to what it is. It could be a relationship with a parent. It could be a relationship with a family member, a lover, whatever, or it could be a physical as an accident. It could be something that happened to you 20 years ago that you're still not healed from. Allow those things to come through, right? Allow those, those feelings and then write them down. All right. Well, that's a, I mean, that's a pretty 
effective way of allowing yourself to, to unfocus to focus, which is to ask questions, try not to judge the answers, and then just write them down. And then do that research. To the re and allow it to happen, it'll be instant. But if you don't, if you say no, it's going to take a, it'll, it'll take a lot longer for them to come back around to show you the, exactly what they showed you in the beginning. What did you mean by be instant? So you for instance, you'll get right away like, oh, it was this. It was that breakup. Or, oh, it was you judging somewhere, whatever it is. You won't want to believe it. So then they have to, your mind overrules anything that you think. So like, for instance, when I work on cases, if I see some, I'll just be, I'm just going to throw it out there. If I see someone getting slit in their throat, I'm going to be like, no, 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 that didn't happen. So it might take, it's a true story. This is what's happened. It might take two more days for them to show me the same thing that happened right away, but yet I didn't believe it. So they had to come through with different facts and everything else. Could you use, could you use something a little less dramatic, but I understand. Okay. Jennifer works with law enforcement on helping, you know, their cases. And so whatever case is a case. I understand. But the idea is to try to let go of your prejudice for what right. the initial thing is, you know, and that being said, a look, you know, just it's own it. the quicker you own it, the quicker you get healed. And that goes, however, okay. But also we have to allow that somebody, let's say they have a back pain and, and right. so they're asking their guides, their teachers or Edgar and his guides and say, could you help me figure out what this is? And they may see the breakup as the initial thing. And that's okay. Just write it down. And then to say, well, what is it about the breakup that is holding my giving that back pain? It's not the person who caused the back pain because you can't control how other people behave. You can only control how you react to them. So right. the reaction to them might be, the, you see, so you're, follow, you're allowing that the image may be correct. It's just that you have to go deeper. Something like that? Yeah, you have to go deeper because it's multi-layered. So it could be that you've had, it could be that you've had, it could be that you've had a couple of things and you just didn't want to believe one, but it's like, a, it's like, it's collateral. It can't yeah, multiple things that have piled up on you. Right. And so health issues. health issues. And so it might take time. It's like, they show me a bunch of cables, like trying to get them all like straight and nice and neat and light instead of being all like intertwined because it's really that's what gets us stuck yeah but i also want to point out and i've you know in my conversations on quora i've talked about this a bit and it does come out of the research which is sometimes people experience something dramatic or traumatic in a lifetime because it's going to pay off later on in another lifetime so like they'll become a doctor They'll become a surgeon. So they've experienced a traumatic illness in this life without really being, you can't really put an image like, oh, you're going to be a doctor in the next life. But you can go see a hypnotherapist. You can ask the hypnotherapist to talk to your higher self, to right. look at the journey, to see, was there something more uh, reasonable or logical that I can access that will help me understand why I chose a lifetime with this particular illness? Right. I mean, today, this morning, uh, somebody in England wrote to me and he said, you know, my brother uh, is an actor and he had 
a stroke and now he can't speak and he's mm-hmm. furious. And when I said to him, you know, maybe you chose this lifetime, you know, if you listen to Rich, <laughs> that, you know, blah, blah, blah. And the brother, of course, didn't want to hear that. I don't blame him. I wouldn't want to hear it either. But the point is, as we've learned, once you sort of access your higher self or access your guides or access the people who are aware of it, they can let you know as much so it doesn't alter your path, but they can let you know that there's another lesson involved that you're not aware of. If we could think of ourselves as just energy and not our physical bodies, we would be able to come to our, we would be able to figure the medical stuff out so quick, so much quicker but we can't, we get stuck. We get stuck on the physical pain versus what created the physical pain. Lovely. And well, so, Lou, I just want to ask on your clipboard is, is I got the sense there was a surprise guest. So is that Edgar Casey, or, or, or is there somebody else that needs to want to come and talk to us? She's an older medium, very famous in England. Tony Stockwell actually introduced her like we're talking when he was a baby it felt like what is her name well aside from her name that's okay luana is this who you want to bring forward to have talk to us? it's along with edgar casey it was with another medium uh, and it's a woman yes okay very good let's invite her in you know <laughs> we have we got no problem meeting she's strangers. the one she's showing me she's the one that showed me like when they felt like they were too far away, I would say, get closer to me. And she actually, sorry about the whole thing moving. Yes, you're, you're so emphatic though. Your whole camera is moving. Well, Lou, let's just sit her down for a second. So uh, let's talk to her. Let's see who she is. Okay. So Luana, let's ask Lou. So Luana, why did you, this person come forward today? Did you bring her or did she insist? I think a little bit of both. She brought her. I want to say Mavis, but I know there's another Mavis that's here. I don't know, Matilda. I don't know. So let's ask her, should we call, is your first name begin with the letter M? I think so. Okay, so let's allow that. Miss M, we'll call you Miss M for now. Miss M, Mm -hmm. so what's up? So why don't you show Jennifer where you lived on the planet? What was your story? She lived in England, and it felt like there was something with Canada. So you lived where in England? London, it feels like. Well, it feels like London. And what century? And what year? Knightsbridge. I've seen Knightsbridge. her. She was here just even 20 years ago. I just don't know when she passed away. Okay. Have you? It, let's ask her, have you passed away? Are you on the flip side? Yes, she says. Okay. And so what was, what was it like for you when you crossed over? What was your experience? Heavenly. How so? Literally. I was ready. I couldn't wait. And was there anybody there to greet you? Everyone. Everyone. She just showed me a big room of people. And I felt, I felt, you know, a husband or a previous husband. I felt, um, I felt her parents, her brother. There was just a lot. There was a lot of people. Her best friends. She talked to him all the time, so it wasn't a hard transition. She was a medium, a very famous medium. I just don't know who she, what her name is. 
But anyway, the point is, why are you here? You're here. You are. You elbowed okay. your way. I can't way it anymore. I have to look. Sorry. Okay. Well, while I while you're looking, I'm going to ask you, Mavis. You elbowed your way into our class. You got on Luana's guest list, which is very difficult to get onto, as we know. But I just know that I've never thought of her. There is a Mavis Patilla. Patilla. Yeah, who's a medium. But she's Mavis, in Boston. It's not her. Okay. But Mavis, what are you doing here? Whoever you are. What the heck? <laughs> You've elbowed your way into our podcast. What do you want? What do you want to say? Um, the, the mic is yours. She's pointing to me. Hold on. Okay. <clears throat> you know, she's saying that not everyone has an easy time like I do or like you do talking to the other side and that we, even though we want everyone to, it might make it more frustrating for them, which I haven't. So you're saying we should stop doing our podcast, Mavis? That's what you came on our podcast to say? Quit, quit it. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Lou's going to give her the hook Definitely if she keeps keep that up. Keep the awareness, but allow... But, Mavis, you're allow talking about... Everyone, oh, that's so beautiful. Allow everyone to have their own communication in their own language, which we do, yeah. but allow everyone to have that, like, in their own unique way. And I think we need to emphasize that. A okay, Mavis, your point is we should allow people to figure out their own way to the flip side. However, that's not our way. We happen to be irreverent. We happen to have fun. We happen to have laughs. Like it, don't like it. You know, there's plenty of other podcasts, Mavis, for you to show up at. But Luana, let's go back to Lou. Lou, what's she doing here? And how did she get past Doris? Her? It's Doris. That was the D. Doris. Okay. Doris Stokes. I All right. So, Lou, what's Doris doing here? What does she want? And I, why'd she get on our guest list? She keeps showing me, and I don't know why. Hold on a second, in my mind's eye. So give me a second. Doris, damn it, Doris. Doris, Sorry. damn it. Okay, that's a good name. Because <laughs> uh, I'm going to shift topics here in a minute. If Go we ahead. I know, you get really mad. Hold on. I'm not mad. I'm just saying, you know, Luana, let's go back to Lou. If Doris is not giving you the simple messages that we get from so many people that come here, because they're prepared. She's saying that they can get it in their own language. That's all she's emphasizing. So let's go. Let's. We okay. Can that, all right. Get it in their own language. I understand it. Thank you, Doris. I appreciate it. No, language. no. And I don't mean to make light of what Doris is saying. I do. But, I, but the point is, what she's saying is accurate. By making it sound so easy and simple that people who don't have it easy and simple get frustrated. Correct. However... In my experience, in Maurer, that's me and you and our, in Maurer experience, people get irritated by the idea of it. And so then we have to spend our time arguing with people who are just irritated that there is spirit. And at some point, you just have to go, look, of course, they're going to get it to it in their own way. That's lovely. Right. And it is beautiful. And it is wonderful. And it's healing to be able to access the other side. And we appreciate you coming forward, Doris. Please don't take, you're always welcome, okay? But when you do get, get on the mic, you have to be, you know, be present. You have to say whatever it is you came to say. Luan, I'll show you, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's something that's unusual. Speaking of people with the D name, uh, somebody reached out to me uh, on Quora. I can't say her name because she asked me not to say it, but... I'll just say that her name is Debbie. 
for lack of a, a name. And her experience was that she had an illness and part of her therapy was to swim in the ocean. So Diane and, said, you mean Debbie? Debbie. <laughs> well, Diane or Debbie. So um, De Debbie started swimming with dolphin. Let's call her Debbie Dolphin. But what happened was while she was swimming with the dolphin, they started to adopt her. And she realized almost like the, the octopus show, the octopus movie, my octopus teacher, I don't know if you've seen it yet. Wonderful yeah. documentary on Netflix. I heard it's wonderful, but I've heard mixed reviews. Like I'd get sad if I saw it. Well, put it this way, you get sad because you realize the octopus is not only sentient, but it has a shorter lifespan than humans. So yeah, you get to know and love this octopus who's not gonna survive. But the question is about dolphin. And this is a woman who was able to access dolphin in such an unusual way that they were bringing, like one of them brought their child to, to meet her. Cause she goes out every day and she started having, and she felt like she was home when she was swimming with these dolphins. So, Lou, I'd like to access Debbie, her higher self, or access whoever this person is, and, and, and just to talk about dolphin for a second. That's what I want dolphins to ask. Dolphins or dolphin? Dolphins. I mean, the plural, I think the plural of dolphins is dolphin, but I, I don't know. Lou, can we talk to a dolphin? Flipper. Sorry. I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to get... No, 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 no. I just, just I don't know. I think, I think plural dolphins is dolphin. Yes. No, I, I think it is dolphin, but I was confused by like, does she just swim with one dolphin? That's the only thing. No, no, it's a whole, whole and it could be one, but the question is, and this is really to help people who've lost a pet, who've lost an animal, but instead of going to Hira, our friend on the flip side, who helps us talk to animals. Right. I, I'm asking if Lou, can we bring a dolphin forward? <laughs> Oh, no, I'm getting one. Hold on. Oh, that's funny. Um, oh, that's so interesting. Wow. I don't know. I kind of feel like I have a big secret. <laughs> I'm not going to. Go ahead. Oh, please do. Please do. Nope. I'm going to keep it all to myself. Coming up. <laughs> Podcast. She showed me how, you know, how humans don't a lot of humans don't believe in past lives or believe in like we've been here before. Dolphins get all of their knowing from every time period of the dolphin. They get all of that when they're in current, like when they're wow. in the sea. So, so they're aware of almost they're aware the way of, they're aware of her possibly being a different person or species or somebody that helped or them. being helped them in the past Correct. well she did say that 30 years ago she had, she had sort of swum a dolphin <laughs> in another location and i thought oh maybe that's where they first met her and then when she showed up again it was like oh yeah we know her the way crows remember people that show up years later and they it's like they pass the information along but let's follow this for a second it when, was from before too though it wasn't just from the 30 years ago Oh, okay, four different, but like here's, but, different to, time period. but to the follow that for a second, it's as if you're getting that they're accessing their higher self all the time. So if we could access our, our higher self, we would be aware of all of our previous lifetimes. Correct. And so are you saying from this dolphin, let's 
uh, what are we going to call this dolphin person? Can we call him Mr. D or Mrs. D? Dolphin. Dolphin, which is, you know, it's baby prince. Me. But they're also saying that one dolphin's, you know, all the dolphin's knowledge. Like it's not, it's the knowledge. It's of like, like a tap into the tree network. Like the roots of all trees. It's like being the closest to what God would be like, knowing all, if there was a God. Okay, but I'm. Let's I'm just, not, okay. I know that was a hard. It was like. But, uh, but let's just limit it to the dolphin. So, so was, this. <laughs> okay, but, yeah. but let's. I want to ask this dolphin a question, if we can. Is it Mr. or Mrs. Lou? Androgynous. Androgynous. So your conscious energy as a dolphin. Are, are, would you consider the dolphin are a, a higher intelligence than, than humans? Always. <laughs> Always. And what's your impression or opinion? Only because they say humans get distracted. So he, they, he literally showed me, he goes, dolphins, they know their purpose. They know they're there to protect the planet, to keep things safe, to check, like they're the scientists, it looks like in the ocean, because they're checking to make sure that the water temperature is the right water. To, like they're the ones that make sure everybody... That they make sure everybody else is okay in the ocean. Okay. That being said, they showed me humans swimming and just being sidetracked and distracted and not, not, they don't care enough deeply because they don't know the value of where home is, they're saying. So, you know, without thinking of it as a pejorative, the idea of, of dolphin are more aware. Uh, more sentient than humans are. Is that kind of what you're saying? They're just more aware of why they're on the planet? They're more aware of their awareness. Very good. And let me ask you this. Do, do dolphin or other animals, well, let's just start with dolphin. Do, do dolphin have the same kind of architecture of life that humans do, meaning their higher consciousness chooses a lifetime and then they show up here and they live their lifetime as the species that they choose, et cetera? <clears throat> or is it different? <laughs> I just said, are there bad dolphins? And they're like, no, there's dolphins that might not be okay because of environmental issues. Okay, don't ask that question. That's not the question. Ask, I'm, asking I'm at, yeah, I know, you're slipping in. What about, <laughs> like, what about you know, tough dolphins? We got any mafia dolphins? Cut it out, focus. <laughs> <laughs> which is does their journey mirror our journey or is it different oh my God. in other words this dolphin did you choose this dolphin life and choose this particular oh crazy <laughs> but are there bad dolphins do they gamble are there damn who was bad dolphins like could you be a bad dolphin and have an experience? Right. That's like a another topic, but stick with the thing. How did you <laughs> choose to be a dolphin? Nice to humans and then whack. Have you been able to choose to be other animals besides dolphin? That's my question. Stop it. Stop it. Now you just stop. They showed me a skunk, which I know that they're making fun of this now. So that they chose, yeah, a skunk and a dolphin are, inter are interchangeable. Well, that, the, um, I, I talked to a panther who said that he had been other animals besides panther. So that's my question. Have you been other animals besides dolphin? They have been with the blue whale. Okay. So th that would be an interchangeable thing. Mm -hmm. But I might, and so again, just to, 
go back to this question, which is, is your journey similar to what we journey, which is light beings that choose to inhabit a particular animal. And then once that life is over, they go back home. Or are you guys inhabiting dolphin, but you're aware of everything that's happening simultaneously? Like we want no part of your journey. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> they don't I've want to cop them, to any of that. I've asked wow. them several times. I'm like, come on. And like, uh, no, we're here to like, we don't trust you guys. We're here to make sure that our, like we're the ones that set the stage for our environment. Very good. So let me ask you, with this kind of communication, and let's just say that Jennifer and I are experimenting here. We've never done this before, but it's fun. But is this kind of experimentation, is this something that would be of value to the planet? That's my question. Of us talking to. Yeah, yeah, having a conversation. Of course it'd be beneficial. So what can we do as humans to help the climate change? Quit using plastic. So, and that's directly in relation to your world the world that you guys inhabit. Um, right. then, they me, then they showed me plastic burning. Then they showed me traffic. Ah. Yeah. So putting toxic gases in the atmosphere also affects that's the ocean. Closet. Yeah, that's just, yeah. Okay. And they showed me like, the, you know, when um, the seaweed where you see the shiny parts of it when it comes up, I don't know if you, or sure. the, because of the heat, I don't know. They showed me that, like there's stuff, the seaweed being so, um, well, the process is being disrupted, let's absolutely. say, of, you know, oxygenation and then carbon dioxide and how that the whole process works. I've heard it before that humans don't realize that oxygen is the same as ocean water. We live in a, an ocean of oxygen. And we just aren't aware of it. We just don't pay right. attention to it. And when we pollute it. Whereas if you get a bucket of water, you know that when you you polluted it, the water turns a certain color. So what other animals have, or have you ever incarnated on another planet or in other realms or just here on earth? We're one of the oldest. We're one of the oldest species here. They're Very saying. good. Thank you. And then they said that... Um, I asked him if do you guys also come from the stars, and they said no. So I'm trying to understand what they what it is that they're saying. Gonna, next question is: Do you come from a bad planet? <laughs> okay, I'm teasing. But so the all right. So the, I I appreciate the answer. They're they're you would consider them one of the oldest incarnating beings on the planet Earth. Oldest knowledge regard irrespective like whether it's a well a blue well or a dolphin or something like that a various like so the, their their memory goes way back and so what's your opinion of humans other than the comedy idea of humans being annoying polluters they have to start listening to scientists about global warming it doesn't make sense why people ignore it and the erratic behaviors of the skies, the weather, the oceans, the air, and the behaviors of humans. <laughs> I 
we are embarrassed for you. <laughs> All right. And so let's go back to Jennifer's question. And Luana, maybe you can help with this. Wow. Which is um, the idea of incarnating on another planet prior to Earth, let's say, you know, which call it, which is a way of saying from the stars, because of course, prior to this planet, many of us have incarnated on other planets or in other locations. But are you saying that wasn't the case or, or have you, or are you aware of it? Let's put it that way. It wasn't the case. We, this is our planet. So Seven only here. Only here, tons of dimensions in between, but this is our planet. Okay. And so I've never had something so unfat. Like my that, that's pretty Did you come from ladies and you come from the Lemur? Like yeah, yeah. all the stuff that you believe in totally not. Right. But, no, 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 big but I'm architecture afterlife, I interview people from all different realms. But right. this is an interesting perspective they're, point they of view. showed me they just showed me the gatekeepers. Like they're the gatekeepers of the ocean. They're the knowledge, the wisdom holders, like the trees are for land. Yeah. And let me ask you, what other animal in the ocean is similar? Blue whales, did you say, or whales? Huh. It's also some types of fish that feed on the coral, because they also send messages of what's not right. Interesting. So, yeah. A little bit like uh, Dory and Nemo, Nemo's dad. Oh, that was so sad. Um, not about the dad, about the mom, but whatever. Um, <laughs> it's funny. I was like, what? What are you talking about? I understand. In fact, we didn't watch the first 10 minutes of that film for a long time with our kids. It was like, just cut to when the dad and the boy are running around. Well, that is a question in terms of, in terms of healing, bringing corals back to life. Uh, one is, as you mentioned, is to stop using plastic and to stop burning plastic. Right. What else can we do? Um, shoot, I have to go to, and this is a very important conversation. Ask the question one more time, I'm sorry. What else can we do besides stop plastic and stop burning uh, oil to help you guys? Just pay attention to the global patterns they're showing me the global patterns in the mountains, like the Himalayas. Something has to do with the environment and then the earthquakes. Like, so the size Temperature of the earth? Temperature the of the earth? The movement of the crust? I don't know how we can affect There's it. so much with like, they just, they just showed me the moon. They showed me so, the oh, I need a system. A system. Yes. In other words, they're all related. So it's not it's just... all related and it's very timely. Like so the answer to... is the way for us is to really pay attention it's to the whole... Yes, it's a mathematical equation. Okay, well, that makes sense. It's all part of a system. We think of the solar system as just Earth and the sun. But truthfully, it's all the planets affect each other. Everything on this planet affects each other. And Jennifer has to go. So... I'm we sorry. like you, Jennifer. <laughs> hey, it's all right. I think it was a very, very unusual fast. conversation. It was, very, it was a very fascinating conversation. And it they were it just... was. And let's thank Mr. D, Dauphin, our buddy. I asked him, like, you guys just think that humans are just stupid. And I'm like, no, we just don't think they're all awake. It's lovely. We, it we just, we have to be more awake. 
So right. we appreciate it. And hopefully we're like one little teeny weeny nugget in the wave that will eventually help everything, people. Everything that we do just helps. Everything we do helps. Love right. you, Jennifer. Thank you so much. Thank you. Peace and love. And we'll catch and you on. Love you. We'll catch you on the flip side.